Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Michael Zizis, Head of Public Policy and Municipal Strategy for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the intersection between U.S. public policy and financial markets. It's Wednesday, November 13th at 9 a.m. Eastern. We continue our 2020 election prep, this week focusing on impacts to the macroeconomic outlook. And here we're telling investors that the impact is less about Republican versus Democrat, but more about unified versus divided government. Consider the current state of the U.S. economy. Growth has been slowing, and while the Fed is doing its best to counteract this by cutting rates, our economists don't see a rebound coming soon. If this keeps up into the U.S. election, then it's reasonable to consider what outcome could improve upon the slow growth trend. We don't see much help coming from divided governments. That's one where the party controlling the White House does not also control Congress. In those scenarios, regardless of which party controls the presidency, legislative gridlock is expected to be the norm. That's because polarization is high, and every meaningful piece of economic legislation over the past 10 years has passed with only votes from the party in power, making transformative legislation tough to do in a divided government. So a fiscal stimulus, like a tax cut or unfunded spending program, is probably only possible after economic consequences, like a recession, has already happened. But what about unified governments? Here we think a fiscal boost to the economy is possible. Not because we think either party is particularly interested in preempting a recession, but rather because they have the motive and the opportunity to push first for popular policies and ignore unpopular ones. For Republicans, that could mean an early attempt to extend expiring tax cuts without ever getting around to long-promised entitlement spending cuts. This effectively mirrors their output while in control in 2017. For Democrats, that could mean pursuing popular social policies like healthcare reform, but not paying for it dollar for dollar with tax increases, which polls show are of limited popularity. And how would each side deal with the criticism that they're being fiscally irresponsible? Get used to hearing about ideas like the Laffer Curve and modern monetary theory, which we explain in depth in our 2020 report. For Republicans and Democrats respectively, these are ways to pivot to arguments that their policies will pay off with economic growth in the long run. Thanks for listening. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.